Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kay. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. Now, on this podcast, I want to encourage and empower you to fulfill your God-given destiny by sharing some insights and truths found in the Word of God. Each week, we'll dive into the Word and explore how we can overcome challenges, find purpose, and positively impact the world. Now, whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting to explore your faith, I believe that the Word of God can transform your life and bring you hope and encouragement. So join me today as we get fueled through encouragement in the Word of God. Hello, everybody. This is Kay. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. I'm super excited to announce that this is episode one of Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. I am really excited. I tell you, it took a, a, a step of faith and it's been a long time coming for me to finally say, okay, God, I'm going to obey you and do this podcast. So I believe that God is going to bless you inside of the podcast because the podcast is all about his word and encouraging you inside of his word. You know what? I really believe encouragement is fuel for the journey, especially when that encouragement is coming from the word of God. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started today. You know, this is an exciting time we're really living in, uh, irregardless to what's going on in our world. And we know there's a lot of negative things going on all around us in the world. But you know what? I tell you, God is up to something. And listen, as long as you're on this earth, oh, there's something for you to do. And God wants you to advance the kingdom. So I want to encourage you in that. Remember, Remember, God has called you to do something specific to make impact where you are right now. So I want to talk a little bit today about it, overcoming in this season. You know, it's so important that we um, begin to really be overcomers, right? And that we're breaking cycles and, and, and bad habits and, and patterns and that we learn to just press through and, and, and be the overcomers that, that the Lord Jesus says that we are. He says that we're more than conquerors and that we are overcomers in Christ Jesus. So I, I want to talk to you and give you three, um, three points or three keys that I think may help you in overcoming in this season. This is an exciting season and definitely an exciting year that we're in right now because this is the year of the open door. And if we're going to go through the open door, we're going to have to learn to be overcomers, right? So I want to talk to you about three different things that I think may help you um, overcome in this season. And I want to start off by number one, key point number one is shake it off. Oh, we got to learn to shake it off. And so what does that look like? You know, I want to go to Acts 28 and I'm reading one through six in the, the passing translation. It says this, after we had safely reached land, we discovered that the island we were on was Malta. The people who lived there showed us extraordinary kindness for they welcomed us around the fire they had built because it was cold and rainy. When Paul had gathered an armful of brushwood and was setting it on the fire, a venomous snake was driven out by the heat and latched onto Paul's hand with its fangs. When the islanders saw the snake dangling from Paul's hand, they said to one another, no doubt about it. This guy is a murderer. Even though he escaped death at sea, justice has now caught up with him. Oh my goodness. Before I go on, let me just pause there for a minute. You know, isn't it funny how when you're going through something, you get that unexpected phone call or, or something, maybe um, some kind of tragic happens in your life. And, um, and it's so funny how people automatically assume that what did you know, that you did something wrong in order for this 
this to happen, you must have done something wrong. Oh, when I tell you that it rains on the just and the unjust and that God is faithful and all things work together for his good, then you won't have to worry about what did I do wrong to make this happen? You know, sometimes things just happen, but guess what? We are overcomers. As a matter of fact, the word of God says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of them all. So even if you're righteous in that you believe Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and you've been made righteous through that believing in him, that you still can go through hard times. As a matter of fact, it says you would, but it says that God is faithful to deliver us out of them all. Okay. I digressed a little bit. Let's get back on. So verse five says this, but Paul shook the snake off, flung it into the fire and suffered no harm at all. Everyone watching him, everyone watched him, expecting him to swell up or suddenly drop dead after observing him for a long time and seeing that nothing unusual happened. They changed their minds and said, he must be a God. Oh, look at the extremes we go through. But watch this. There is something about the glory of God that's on the inside of you. When, when you're going through something and, and you get what I, as what I call sucker punched in life and you trust God and you are determined to press through it anyway, to praise God anyway, there's something about that glory. I believe it brings a holy heat and whatever that thing is, that's trying to attack you. It cannot, it cannot conquer you. It cannot stick to you. It cannot hang on. You will shake it off. Glory to God. And so watch this. So the enemy can't handle the heat of the glory of God. And I want you to know you are glory carriers. And so you have to learn that when you go through something, you don't camp out there. You don't allow pity to overtake you, but you simply trust God and you shake it off. Um, um, So greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So the first thing you want to do is shake it off, learn to shake it off. And we have to get into a habit of walking by faith and trusting God's word that all things will work together for our good. So even when we're hit with things that we don't expect and things that may not feel so good, I want you to know we're not going to go under, but I believe we're going to go over because we're going to trust God to see us through and we're going to shake it off. We're not going to get stuck in despair but we're going to shake that thing off because we're carrying something great. We are carrying the glory of God and we are advancing the kingdom. Glory to God. Number two. Um, so the first thing you need to learn how to do is shake it off. He simply just shook it off. I'm sure it stung him, but he just shook it off and he kept on doing the work and he kept on, you know, doing what he was doing, gathering the sticks and getting the fire. So watch this. Number two king, uh, key point is focus, right focus, have the right focus. Oh, that's so important um, to be an overcomer in this season. Uh, Psalms 34, one through four says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Oh my goodness. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Verse three, we're going to go back up to verse three. It says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. One of the um, ways that you can keep your focus right and uh, to be an overcomer in this season is to learn how to magnify God in the middle 
of your situation, in the middle of your hardship, in the middle of your um, discomfort, uh, those things that come up on you, those trials, those tribulations that make you sometimes take your, your focus off of God. You have to learn to magnify him during those times. Because what, watch what happens when you do that. When you magnify God, it, it, it makes him bigger than the problem. Oh my goodness. Have you ever seen a magnifying glass, right? Whatever you put a magnifying glass on, it makes that thing much larger. So you, we have to learn to get into a habit of making God much larger than our problem. Glory to God, much larger than what we're going through, much larger than the pain. And it's something about when you make up your mind that I'm going to magnify God, I'm going to make him bigger than my problem. Oh, it's amazing how things begin to turn around and how you begin to get the strength you need to continue to overcome. So we have to have the right focus. I also want to read Philippians 3, 12 through 16. Uh, and this is in the Passion Translation. It says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. This is Paul talking. He says, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill in the once and, and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. You hear that? I have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. Oh, glory to God. He says, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them and let us all advance together to reach the victory prize following one path with one passion. Oh, that's so powerful. He says, my focus is on the prize. My focus is on Jesus. My focus is on advancing the kingdom and going forward. And the way I do this, Paul said, the way I can focus and have the right focus is I have to forget those things which are behind me. I can't focus. I can't keep my eyes in the rearview mirror and I'm going forward. Oh, I need somebody to hear me today. God is telling you to uh, shift your vision. Get it out of the rearview mirror, uh, leave the past in the past and focus on, on advancing the kingdom. Focus on Jesus, focus on moving forward. That's one of the ways that you can keep your focus right. So we talked about magnifying him, making him bigger than the problem and also forgetting the past, not dwelling in the past, not staying stuck in what happened to you, not staying stuck in depression or pity or fear, but moving forward so that you can advance the kingdom. Stop looking behind you. Let's move forward. So that's key point number two is the right focus. And finally, key point number three for um, overcoming in this season is to learn how to encourage yourself. Be a self-encourager. 
You know, a lot of times we would love to have someone in our corner all the time that's going to encourage us, our own personal cheerleaders. And, and, and I'm so grateful for the people that are in my life that encourages me and exhorts me when I need that encouragement. But there are times and seasons in life where it seems like there's no one around to encourage you. And you have to learn how to encourage yourself. And we see an example of this actually in First Samuel when, um, when David, uh, was attacked uh, at Ziglag. The Amalekites came to Ziglag and burned his camp down, took his wives and children, took all of their wives and children and burned the camp down. Let's read the scriptures and, and see what it says and how David um, responded. So 1 Samuel 30, I'm reading from the English Standard Version, and I'm going to start, let's start with the... Hmm, Let's start with, um, I'm going to start with the first verse. I'm going to kind of jump around all over this a little bit. So um, 1 Samuel 30 verse 1, it says, Now when David and his, his men came to Ziglag on the third day, the Amalekites had made a raid against the Negev and against Ziglag. They had overcome Ziglag and burned it with fire and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both great and small. They killed no one, but carried them off and went their way. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, the distress and how horrifying that would be to come back to your home, to, to your camp and find it burned with fire and find that all your children, all your the wives, everybody was gone. And these and this was not just David's wives, but all of the men, um, all of their wives and their children and all their goods were gone and and it was burned with fire. So let's see how David responded. Let's look at verse six. And David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his son and daughters. But David strengthened himself. And another another version says, the King James Version says, encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Oh, glory to God. Did you hear that? He encouraged himself in the Lord. And David said, this is verse seven, to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. So um, Abiathar brought the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, him pursue for you shall surely overtake and shall surely recover all. Oh my goodness. Did you hear that? So what did, what did David do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. And, and sometimes that takes a lot of courage to encourage yourself when you'd rather just cry when you'd rather just stay stuck there when you rather start feeling sorry for yourself when you rather start questioning God like God why did you let this happen I don't understand you know I've been I've been faithful and praying and attending church and you know all the other stuff that we come up with when we think or we don't understand why something happens to us but you know what David paused and he and even though his his wives and his children were taken as well the men wanted to stone him. Now, so can you imagine 
David is distressed, just as distressed as the other men were. As a matter of fact, it says here that they all cried until they could not cry anymore. They wept until they could not weep anymore. And after they finished weeping, the men turned on David. They were so hurt. They were so angry and they lashed out. And sometimes we can do that, right? When we're hurting, when we're confused, when we don't know what's going on in our lives, if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves fighting with each other and and pointing fingers and blaming each other. But God wants us. And I mean, in this season, we have to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We have to learn to get before God. God already sees us. He knows our distresses. He sees our pain. And we need to say, God, I want to encourage myself by coming to you. What should I do in this situation? I'm going to need hope. I'm going to need strength. I'm going to need direction. I'm going to need wisdom. I'm going to need um, you to encourage to show me what to do. But Lord, I'm coming to you and I'm going to encourage myself because listen, all things work together for the good to them who love the Lord and for those who are called according to his purpose. And so with that being armed with the word of God, taking that to God saying, God, I know that all things are going to work together for my good, even though right now, God, this don't look good. But I trust you, Father. So I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord and I'm going to move forward. Tell me what to do. And that's exactly what he did. It's something too about self-encouragement. Self-encouragement. Oh, listen to this. Supernaturally turned into exhortation. Oh, I need uh, I need you to hear me. It turned into a war cry. So he went from distress and crying And then seeking God, encouraging himself in the Lord, got enough strength to encourage himself to say, okay, I'm going to go talk to God about this and find out what we should do. And I tell you, he came back with instructions from God saying, go after it, David, and you guys will recover it all. So he went from crying distress to a war cry. Let's go get our stuff. So I want to encourage you today that if you're going to be an overcomer in this season, you're going to have to learn to start encouraging yourself in the Lord. Oh, come on, come on. I hope you're encouraged by this today. And you know what I would like to do? Let's recap right before we go. And and I hope that this blessed you today. I hope that, um, that, that you, you are being strengthened inside of the word today. So remember, if we're going to overcome in this season, we're going to have to learn to shake it off. We're going to have to learn to have a right focus. And remember that right focus includes magnifying God, making him bigger than the problem. And it, and also, it also includes uh, forgetting those things which are behind and staying focused on what's in front of us. And then third, we have to learn to be self-encouragers. We have to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Oh, glory to God. You know what? Can we pray be, before we get off? Let's do that. Father God, I thank you for everyone that's under the the sound of my voice. Everyone is listening to this podcast. Lord, I pray for their strength, Father. I pray that in this season of the open door, Lord God, that you would strengthen them, Lord, that you would uh, continue, Lord God, to mature them and, and cause them to be bold in the thing that you've called them to do, Father. I pray, Lord God, that they will learn how to shake it off, shake those things off, Lord God, and that that come to, to distract them, that come to weigh them down, that they would learn to shake it off, God, those disappointments. They 
they would learn to shake it off, God, and that they then, God, would get a right focus and that, Lord God, they would forgive those things which are behind and they would focus on the things that you have in front of them, Father. And Lord God, that they would begin to magnify you. And I pray that they would learn to make you bigger than what they're going through. And finally, God, I pray, Lord God, that they would learn to encourage themselves in the Lord, Father, that Lord God, that they would go after you and they would get into that secret place, even in their pain. And they would, Lord God, get enough strength and enough courage to seek you, even when it hurts, Father, and encourage themselves in the Lord and wait for your instruction and for your wisdom. I thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening right now. And I thank you, Father, that you're with them. You'll never leave them. You'll never forsake them. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to the Encouragement Fuel for the Journey podcast, where I believe that encouragement is the fuel for our journey. Now, if you were encouraged inside of the word today, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to get fueled in the word and provide the encouragement you need to keep moving forward. And remember, you got this.